Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. I am so excited for this second installment in our Confident Parenting Summer Series with my dear friend, Viva Aurora. She is a life and parent coach who uses conscious parenting and positive discipline to help parents become the kind of parents that they want to be. And this summer series is just amazing. And this is our second episode. And today we're going to talk about something that is super fresh and raw for me. So I do not promise a tear-free episode on this one, but I'm really excited to talk about this because it's something that so many moms struggle with. So Viva, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Kim. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to dive in and see what's on your heart today. Oh gosh. Well, this is a question that I got directly from the Captivatingly Confident community. And it just is one that kept coming up over and over and over again. Uh, But before we get to that, would you just give everybody kind of a recap as to who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, So I am, like you mentioned, a life coach and parent coach. I see clients in my office as well as online. And I also facilitate uh, parenting classes, both in positive discipline as well as conscious parenting. Those are kind of the two theories that I use in my work. Positive Discipline is by Dr. Jane Nelson. Conscious Parenting is by Dr. Shafali Savari. And I kind of mix them together to create my own special brand of really just helping people, parents shift their perspectives on parenting. And like you said, really just be able to show up and be the best parents that they possibly can be for their kids. God, I love that. And true disclosure, I just got done taking Viva's parenting class. (laughs) Oh my Gosh, it has been so good. And I feel like I have learned so much. Viva packs so much into her classes, into her Facebook group. Like every time that she shows up, she just brings so much wisdom and insight. And it just, I mean, all you have to do is listen to her to feel like a better parent. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad. Yeah, I love it. So, okay. We're just going to dive right into these questions because they are so good. We have so much to cover on this one. So one of them that I got was one of the things that I struggle with the most is guilt about working and not being with my son and the guilt that I'm not treasuring him with the time that I have. It's just Mm -hmm. overwhelming guilt and exhaustion. And Mm -hmm. I just feel really overwhelmed. Hmm. Yeah. I think so many of us, you know, working parents can really relate to that. Um, just to give you a little background on me as far as my parenting journey, uh, I've been a single mom. I'm coming up on 19 years and I've been using positive discipline for probably, gosh, I want to say like the last 13 years. And when my kids were younger, you know, I was working in a school district and I can totally relate to how that feels when your kids are young and for you to be away at work and for them to be at childcare and all the drama that 
came along with, you know, drop-offs and, and watching them cry and like all that emotion that that stirs up and brings up in all of us. And even with older kids, you know, that feeling, I think that a lot of moms can resonate with dads sometimes too, um, of just not of like missing out, you know, like not being available. And so I can totally relate. I understand it. Even for us now as like stay at those of us that are working from home, you know, my kids are home from the summer for the summer. They're kiddults now. They're 19 and 21. And I still feel it. I still feel like, oh my gosh, I have to step away and go to my office. But here's the thing that I think has really helped me through all those years to kind of um, minimize the guilt as much as possible. I don't think, let's just start with this. I don't think that you can get rid of it completely. And I think that the more that you resist or fight that guilt, the the more it's going to show up, right? That's just the conscious part of the, it's going to show up. So rather than resisting it, I would invite your listeners to really just listen to the feeling. It is just, guilt, like anything else, is just a feeling. It doesn't have power until we give it power. So if we can just like listen to what the guilt is saying and then thank it very much, you know, have it come in, have it have a seat on your couch tell you what it's feeling about, what's the guilt really about, where's it coming from, and then have it go on its merry way, you know, thanks for the visit and goodbye. I think that that really helps to compartmentalize the different feelings because the fact of the matter is for most of us, it's not an option to just, you know, to not work, to not have any other, even if you're not working, you know, you could go out with your friends or on a date with your husband. At some point, we're going to leave our kids. And at some point, we're going to feel like we're missing out. So to accept that as a feeling that's normal and natural and every parent, almost every parent, I think has it at some point. Mm -hmm. And then to just, I think the, the shift then is that when you are with your kids to be fully present. Yes. And I feel like maybe that's, especially when I think about working, you know, especially working from home, a lot Mm -hmm. of the times the struggle is setting work life boundaries. Yeah. Like I know for me in the mornings, I work on my computer while my son, he gets to watch two shows for the day and he usually picks the morning time to watch those. And so while he's watching TV, I'm doing work. Mm -hmm. And then I have a real hard time stopping once I get started. And so when his shows are over, I'm doing breakfast, but I'm getting, I'm doing work at the same time. He's trying to talk to me and I'm just like half there. And so I think like, that's where the the guilt comes in for, for me. And I think for a lot of moms that work is just that, that inability to be present and feeling the guilt over having to like choose almost. Mm. Yeah, no, it does make sense. And I think that like the simplest, I don't, I won't call it easiest, but the simple solution to that is like I said, you know, yes, to be present with your kids, but also it's really more about just a presence overall in life, in all the different areas of our life. If we can be present for them, you know, we're such a, like a, such a society of like multitaskers and we're doing 12 things at the same time. And because we're all like superhero moms, we can, we're capable, right? We can do those 12 things, but I would encourage people to slow it down and really become like single focused so that you're completely present for one thing at a time. So if you're working, then you're fully present working with no guilt because you have set up in your calendar, you know, like you said, you kind of sectioned off 
morning time is for him and or for work and afternoon is for him, whatever it is, I think giving ourselves that structure really helps too. So for people that are going out of the house to work, you know, if your work hours are eight to five, then that's what you're doing from eight to five, you know, and you make, you make adjustments to your evening or to your morning. I think honestly, it's a little more difficult when we do work from home because of the environment, you know, we're right there and they're right there. And if possible, I know a lot of entrepreneurs will like have somebody come to the house for childcare a couple hours, or I think you mentioned like your, your son goes to, um, to like a summer camp or it's more difficult, I think in the summer or whatever, but really kind of finding those resources to support you so that when you are working, you can 100% be in your flow guilt-free. And when you are spending kid time, you're 100% with your kid, you know, not thinking about work, not doing more than one thing at the same time. Yeah. And here's, I want to bring this up because I, I hope I'm not alone in this one and I don't think I am. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. What about the moms who feel guilty for wanting to work more than wanting to play with their kids or be present with their kids? Like maybe you're in the Uh middle of a huge project and you're just like, I know I'll be happier once I get this done. Or maybe you're just really love doing the job that you're doing. And it's, it's almost easier to do the job where you Mm. feel competent and you feel good. Whereas if you're parenting, that's harder and it doesn't feel quite as good. Mm. How do you, what about that kind of guilt? So first of all, I think that you just sharing that is so commendable and so awesome because you're really sharing a truth that I think a lot of parents feel and they don't know how to put in words or they don't, they're not vulnerable enough to say it out loud. And I believe based on the clients that I work with, the classes that I've taught, the parents I interact with and myself, I think that that feeling is out there a whole lot more than we pay attention to it. And I think it completely makes sense. You, you know, especially if we enjoy the work we do, which I think is such a gift in itself to really be passionate about how we make our livelihood. Um, Of course, it makes sense because, as you said, you feel competent and you are confident and you know that you will do that well. So you've had the reassurance, you've had the the validation, you know you're good at something, of course, you're going to want to do more of it. Meanwhile, parenting, you know... It's a whole new thing. There is no past history to rely on. Even if you have more than one kid, as I've mentioned before, every single kid is different. It's like doing it all over again, you know? So you've never had a four-year-old. You've never had a 14-year-old. You've never, you know what I'm saying? So you're experiencing it firsthand. And a lot of us, understandably, don't necessarily feel like we know what we're doing. Like that, that competence and confidence is lacking, So my suggestion is, since we can identify that that's what the issue is, to build up your support systems, to get more confident, to get to learn more strategies so that you do feel better about being a parent and then be able to show up there the same way you do in your work. I love that. Thank you for the validation. I I too think it's one of those things that we don't really talk about a lot because nobody really wants to admit that parenting isn't something that we enjoy necessarily, especially when you are doing, you know, that inner work of figuring out, you know, this side of conscious parenting of figuring out what is it that I'm, that I don't like and why, and how, uh, Mm -hmm. how can I grow in that? And how can I 
you know, do the inner child work that I need to do so that that's healed. So I'm not triggered so that I do enjoy it more so that I am more present and then thereby experiencing less guilt. Absolutely. And I think that ties in also, you know, to the self-care piece of it. It's not just a trending topic. It's a real essential thing that I feel like as moms, we often forget. And then we wonder why we're so exhausted and so burned out. And we don't have the energy to be present with our kids because we haven't given it to ourselves yet. You know, it really is. I did a masterclass yesterday, um, last night, and this was one of the things that we talked about is it, 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 Self-care is not something that needs to be put on the bottom of the list. It just never happens. It needs to be the top of the list. Mm-hmm. You need to be filling up before you can give to anything or anyone else. And I think um, the other point that you said is, you know, to really understand your own triggers and stuff. I think it's also just understanding it's okay to not enjoy every moment. You know, I know mm-hmm. like when, you know, somebody has a new baby and the, the advice from the other parents is always like, oh my gosh, enjoy every minute. It goes so fast. And it's oh. like. And I remember thinking, you know, as a new mom, and then again, when I was a single mom, like I'm not enjoying every moment and I do want it to go fast because this stage sucks, you know? So I think this really ties into the piece of self-care, which is not just a trending topic. It really is essential. I know a lot of people are talking about it, Lee, but I think to really understand, you know, we discussed this in my masterclass last week that it cannot be something that we put on the bottom of our list. It really needs to be at the top of the list. We need to take care of ourselves in a way that we are feeling energized and filled up. Otherwise we really can't give to our kids and we can't be there energetically for them, you know, guilt-free and all that. So I think that's one of the main things that we need to focus on. And the other thing I want to kind of reiterate is that, You know, when people have new babies, and maybe you heard this, Kim, is like people who have older kids will always say, oh my gosh, you know, congratulations, enjoy every single moment. It goes so fast, you know, and it's hated. I just remember, I know. And I remember thinking, you know, when I heard people say that to me when I was a new mom, and then again, when I had my second child, and then again, you know, when I was single momming, um, I just remember thinking, but I'm not enjoying this. This Mm -hmm. moment sucks. And I do want to hurry up and get past this because I don't like the twos or the threes or whatever age you want to name it. It's not fun. And I just want to point out every single mom, every single parent that I've ever spoken to who's ever been honest with me can honestly say they're not enjoying every moment. And we don't see that on the outside. We see with social media and all the filters, all these happy, shiny, you know, family members looking like they're just, everything is wonderful and peachy all the time. It's not. Like, it's always interesting to look at what goes into those photos before the photos happen, you know? Mm -hmm. They're not enjoying every moment. So really kind of letting ourselves off the hook as parents from that societal societal expectation that we should be enjoying and cherishing every single moment. It's not the case. It's not reality. Yeah. Yes. So much of that. I remember hearing that all the time and Mm. I still hear it like, Oh, enjoy this time. It's so magical. You blink and there'll be 15 or something. And I'm just like, "Uh thanks. (laughs) And I'm like blinking my eyes. I'm like, I'm blinking as much as I can. They're not 15 yet. Come on. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. So I love that you talk about just giving yourself permission first off to feel the guilt, let it come and let it sit on your couch. I always say with uncomfortable feelings, like let them take up space for a few minutes 
Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to last as long as we think it is. It's going to do just a few minutes of the feeling and then just find out what's causing it, let it go and move on. Yeah. I love exactly. that. I love mm-hmm. it. And then not feeling the pressure or guilt over enjoying every single moment, but being honest about, you know, maybe some of the areas that you don't like as much and finding ways to figure out those triggers and what's causing that discomfort in parenting and being able to find ways to grow so that you do enjoy it more. Okay. Well, technical difficulties, but to sum up what we've been talking about, giving yourself permission to experience guilt as a feeling and then to release it and let it go. And also to find what triggers you as a parent and causes that guilt and that almost feeling of not liking parenting or being dissatisfied with this current situation and what causes that so that you can start to show up in parenting how you want to and in a way that you enjoy and feel really good about. So hopefully that was super helpful for you. We'd love to get some feedback from you on these episodes. We also want to get your questions about parenting. If there's a parenting topic or a question that you have, you can email that to me, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. And I would love to feature your question on the show. Again, the summer series is every other Tuesday running all the way through August. So make sure you subscribe to the Captivatingly Confident podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. And I cannot wait to see you in two weeks.